Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. What's going on, guys? Welcome back to the Dog Check. I am Max Loeb, Loeb's Leads, and I'm here with Eric Metcalf. Eric, how are you doing after a tough loss on Sunday? I'm getting over it now. I mean, okay. but it's it, it, it was tough, but, you know, it was kind of hard to expect DTR to go out there and, and be – what he was in preseason, knowing that it was a division opponent for the division lead. And for the most part, it was a last minute uh, start that he, he had no idea about. So it, it was kind of rough on him and, and, and it showed. Yeah, it, it definitely did show. Sometimes that is the nature of the game. It's the nature of football. And as you guys know, football is back. It's been back the past few weeks. Bet Online is the number one information source for all your sports wagering information. With all the up-to-date minutes, stats, news, scores, and matchup breakdowns, you guys get the latest game odds, spreads, totals from NFL and college football at your fingertips with BetOnline's real-time updates on statistics, news, and odds from week one all the way to the college football playoff and the Super Bowl. BetOnline will give you access to the best football promotions and contests available anywhere online. You guys head to our website today or use your mobile device to get in on the action. Remember to use our promo code BELIEVE, that's B. L-E-A-V, to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, it's where the game starts. And we talk about Sunday, the game game kind of ended before it started with Deshaun Watson. It was a, a very, very surprising development. You, you'd heard all week, he would be ready. He'll be fine. He got medically cleared, and then two and a half hours before the game, he's not playing. Yeah, and, 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 I've, and I've had the discussion with other folks as far as Deshaun being medically cleared, and and okay, that's okay. But and he felt he wasn't ready to play, which I completely understand because he's damned if he does, damned if he doesn't. Mm-hmm. He goes out there and he plays horribly, but he's injured. Then everyone's talking about him and how once again he's not worth this two hundred thirty million dollars, and he takes the risk of getting hurt even more. And it mm-hmm. ends up kind of being like the Baker Mayfield thing when he continued to play. Right? Oh, yeah. I think it's a very smart thing not to play this past week as he didn't get to use these weeks, including the bye week to get healthy for San Francisco, because even though we didn't play very well and we lost that game, we're still only one game back uh, from the lead in the, in the division. And depending on what happens with Baltimore this weekend, we could be a half game back. Right. So, yep. So yeah, that's, I, that's a smart thing. That is the best way to put it. Damned if he does and damned if he doesn't, because it, it's, you know, whatever he does that there will people will find something to critique or find something wrong with it. And I've seen a lot of people kind of clamoring saying Watson's not it. Why not start Dorian Thompson Robinson? He had an awesome preseason. Well, I got a few numbers to possibly show you why 19 for 36, 121 yards, about 3.4 yards of pass. I took four sacks, had an 18.7 QBR and above all else, he threw three interceptions. Like, like you said, he wasn't ready and it's almost impossible to expect a rookie middle-round draft pick to be ready three hours before a game against a division rival that plays tough physical football. It's impossible. Right, and I, and I think when they knew at that moment that Deshaun uh, wasn't playing, I feel like it was Stefanski's job to make the moment as little as possible for DTR. Yes. Make it easy for him. You know, if, if he's throwing the ball – Make it easy throws, sideways, let the playmakers make plays, running the ball, 
run downhill because running sideways as we did against a, a fast defense like that, we weren't we weren't able to gain any yards. So we we were always behind the chains, which put the rookie quarterback in a bad position. Now he's pressing. I got to make this play. I got to do this, and and that's not how the game should have been played. Our defense, our defense is very good. Obviously, they didn't play as well as we expected them to play, but against. Again, they were defending the short field the whole game. So I felt like we should have leaned more on the defense by just playing good, sound football, putting the ball away and seeing if we could, could make some plays that way. Yeah, and you would have thought after last week when you watched a, another fast defense like the Browns fly around and tackle Derrick Henry when he was running sideways, you'd see, you know, that, that's not going to work. And the Browns couldn't get anything going on the ground. Granted, it's a tough defense to do it against, but they yeah. couldn't get anything going on the ground. And you you allow the Ravens to pin their ears back and go get after a rookie quarterback, it's going to be a long day for them. And that's exactly what happened. I believe the Browns had 170 or a little bit less than 170 yards of total offense through the day. So it, it was it was tough, tough sledding for that team. And it wasn't. But I encourage all Browns fans not to be so disappointed about this loss because, like I said before, we're only one game out of first in the division. And – as bad as the score may look, the game wasn't that bad. You know what I'm saying? I mean, because if you take the, the offense and what we did, the game really wasn't that bad. They scored 28 points. They're playing on a short field the whole time, right? Mm-hmm. The game is totally different if a healthy Deshaun Watson is out there. They're not playing. They're not attacking the line of scrimmage the same The same if Deshaun is in there. And so, so that makes a difference. you got a veteran quarterback who can not only throw the ball, but he can run. And so – he knows what's coming at him. He knows what to look for in, in those in those moments, and and that's where they were able to get DTR because he just wasn't prepared for it. And once again, I go back to Stefanski needed to have him prepared and make it easier for him. Yeah, I completely agree with you. And you talked about the short field. Ravens had four touchdown drives. Two of those drives were under forty yards, and one of them started at the ten yard line. So it's t- it's tough to ask your defense to continually stop a team, and especially hold them to the standard that they set these first three weeks when you're playing on a tough f- or short field and the field position battle is tough and you're losing it. It's a, it's a difficult proposition for a defense for sure. Right. And when you, and you would think about Lamar Jackson, he's one of the most dangerous players in the league. If, if I told you Lamar Jackson threw for 165 yards and, and rushed for 27 yards, you automatically in your mind think they lost. Yep. Oh, yeah. 100%. And that's that's what he did this past weekend. Is just it was the turnovers that put them in position to be able to to win with those stats. Now, when, when we get uh, when we start playing again, or we play them again, hopefully we'll have everyone back we'll, and everybody'll be healthy, and we'll be able to go out there and play the game that we wanted to play, that we intended to play against the, the Ravens. And, and you know, I, I'm not mad at Deshaun for sitting out. Because he's got to protect himself as a as an individual. He's young, still has a, a long future. But it but it's also protecting the franchise. I'd rather him sit out one game and be able to come back for the rest as opposed to playing this game and injuring himself for the entire year and be limping in. You know what I mean? That's 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 tough. And then we're talking once again, we're talking about he's not who we thought he was. Mm-hmm. Let's be smart about this, people. Let's, yeah. go out, let's go out there and play the best we can without him until he's ready to be the player that he feels he needs to be in order to take us there. Yeah, and I'm really glad you brought up Baker Mayfield at the beginning of the episode because I think it's a very, very similar situation. You had Baker Mayfield who 
was the number one overall pick. He came into Cleveland, led him to the playoffs. Like the Browns thought they had their guy. Uh, whether you believe that or not as a fan is a different story, but it seemed to the outside of the Browns had their guy. The injury happens. He just keeps playing. The proper care isn't taken. I honestly think we're seeing a little bit with Joe Burrow and the Bengals right now. You know, they're not taking proper care. He, he played week one. He's been playing since, and he is a shell of himself. So, again, how, how can you fault Deshaun Watson for at least wanting to do what's best for his body and his health long term beyond this season, too, not just this season? beyond the season you can't right and, and and you know i think when when fans hear things on the, on the radio or, or watch it on tv and they say a athlete is uh medically cleared to play that does not mean they're fully healthy yeah that means they're medically clear whereas their their structural uh everything structurally is intact and all that it doesn't mean that that player isn't hurting mm-hmm. and so if Deshaun is medically clear to go out there and throw the ball, okay, but can he throw it 60 yards down the field like he normally could? Or do we medically clear means he can throw it 15? <laughs> we don't we don't need that. Yeah. We don't we don't need that. We need him to be the best Deshaun that he can be. Right? When he's when he's not, we lose games like he did against Pittsburgh. When he is, we beat the hell out of teams like Tennessee. Yep. And that's what we want to see throughout the course of the year. We want to beat teams like that, the Tennessee game. We want to see him playing like that, both with his legs and, and through the air. And so if he didn't feel comfortable enough to go out there and feel like he can play like he did against Tennessee, I'm all for it. I am 100% with you. And we've talked about it all offseason, all preseason, all of the beginning of the season. We can name as many random X factors as we want. The season and successes team will come down to the quarterback. It's going to come down to Deshaun Watson. So, again, it's the long-term health, definitely, definitely a priority. And I think Browns fans will be thanking the organization and really Deshaun Watson for missing this week when it comes long-term. And you talk about the bye, it really can't come at a better time with everybody banged up. You have one of the best, arguably the best team in the NFL um, coming in, in in two weeks. You need all the help you can get, and it, yeah, it injured right. Deshaun Watson <laughs> going, or possibly re-injured Deshaun Watson going into this game would be a nightmare, I think. Right, and that's and and people complain about having to buy a week early, mm. but in this situation with injuries and such, we got to be happy, thankful that we have it right now because going into this the meat of the schedule, we we got some tough games. We got we got the Forty ers and then who do we have after that? Uh, I, I think remember. it might be Indy. Indy, then Seattle. Yeah. Yeah. And so we're, we're in the meat of it, and, and these are games that we're going to have to win and, and or teams are going to separate, and we don't want to get separated from them, right? We want to be right there in the pack. So we have to be healthy when you're playing a 49ers team, like you said, is arguably the best team in the league right now. Yeah. They're firing on both sides of the ball. And so – we have to be ready for that. We have to have all our bullets in, in the chamber, right, mm-hmm. and in order to give us a chance. Thank goodness it's at home. <laughs> thank, yeah. thank goodness it's at home, and, and we'll have the fans there, and, and hopefully we'll have most of our people back, and, and we'll, get, we'll be in for a good show. I believe the 49ers, I know they play Dallas. I believe they play Sunday night too, so it's a little bit of a, a shorter week, six, seven hours, but a shorter week for that team coming off the primetime game. 
Um, and yeah, it's going to be an enormous, enormous game. And yes. I think if the Browns come out and they win that game, you look back two weeks ago and you say, oh, maybe they made the right decision with Deshaun Watson. He comes yeah. out and looks well. Uh, it's it's There's really no way to tell until two weeks from now, but I, I, I'm excited for it. I, I think it's a really good opportunity for the Browns to really remind themselves of who they are as a team and really remind the fan base of what they can be as a team. I, I think this, this, this bye week is a time in which they need to sit down as coaches, players, and decide how we are going to attack each team. We know each game is different, but this is when you can dial in on things in your passing game, in your running game, to make you a better team. It's, it's almost like going back to basics. It gives mm-hmm. you a chance to, to, to hit refresh. And so while guys are getting healthy, they need to dial in. Because this is the, this is the time we have to start getting better for sure, and, that, and that's what I'm hoping that they they do with, with these two weeks. Yeah, <laughs> we talked about it. The team you need to dial in for the most is the team that's going to come in two weeks too. And we'll talk a little bit more about the, that matchup as well as our early season schedule predictions next week. We have no opponent to look forward to this Sunday. So Eric, I'll leave you. Any last words for the Browns fans, or even about the game this past Sunday? You know, I. I planned on us being three and one right now. I didn't. I thought we would beat the Ravens. I, unfortunately, I didn't know that we would be playing without QB one. Yeah. Because I think if he plays, we we win that game. We're three and one, like I predicted. And I hate being wrong. I just hate. <laughs> I just hate being wrong. <laughs> yeah. And so and so you know. I but I'm still excited about what's to come in this season. I still feel like we uh. We have a very good opportunity to win this division. Obviously, if we do, we make the playoffs. And so I'm, I'm looking forward to what's going to happen throughout the course of the season. Yes, as am I. It's going to be very, very entertaining, especially the game two weeks from now. You guys are hearing this on the morning of October 5th, 2023, Thursday morning. You can expect another episode that same time next week talking about the opponent, San Francisco 49ers. But again, Browns are on a bye this week. We'll be on a bye this week mentally, hopefully. Any any fun plans for the bye week, Eric? No. <laughs> no, I didn't play anyway, so I'm okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm still rested. I'm well rested. Yeah. I'm just getting ready for the Niners. <laughs> good, good. We, we need the extra week too. Yes, sir. All right, guys. Thank you very much for listening. This is the Dog Check presented by Bet Online. We will see you guys Thursday morning as well as the next Thursday morning to talk about San Francisco 49ers. Go Browns. Go Browns. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.